Welcome to the Truth About Recruitment podcast. This podcast is aimed at providing a free resource and guide to navigating the recruitment process and optimizing your career journey. Arguably one of the most important and stressful elements of any one individual's life. My name is Matt Masters. I'm a recruiter and passionate at providing free access to information that can help people's lives easier, particularly around recruitment, around their career journeys, and everything that goes with that. I've got nearly a decade's experience, but I've not sat here saying that I have all the answers. I simply want to provide a free resource that hopefully can provide some help, assurance, and reduce the anxiety that can sometimes exist when people are going through change, looking for a new job, or simply trying to ensure they get the most out of their career. If you want a copy of any of the PDFs discussed in the podcast, please email truthaboutpodcast at outlook.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, for those who are sitting at home, we're living in a world where there is a skill gap that is only getting bigger. There's greater demands on businesses. And therefore, as a recruitment sector, innovation is something we're going to have to absolutely embrace in order to provide that customer experience that the end client is looking to achieve. Now, today's topic, we're going to be looking at hire, train and deploy. Now, for me, this was all new to me a few years ago. And then I met the man who we're going to be bringing on the podcast, Matt Van Rossi, who's our business development director here at Page on this really important topic. And he's going to be giving us his insights into, firstly, what is it? Uh, and, and then talking more in detail around, OK, why we might use it and what are the benefits? So, Matt, without further ado, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. How are you? How, how are you? Thanks, Matt. Great to be here. I'm very well, thank you. Um, albeit a little cold here in Leeds on this chilly Monday. But um, yeah, really looking forward to this today and, and thanks for having me on. Amazing. So, right, firstly, for those at home who have not heard it before, what is the concept of Hire, Train, Deploy? Brilliant, yeah. Um, so Hire, Train, Deploy, in a in nutshell, it's a um, an ever-growing an ever-growing solution here at Page Group, but it's ultimately a non-traditional recruitment solution that is all about our purpose of getting diverse talent into technology roles um, and helping businesses or leadership close that digital skills gap that you referenced right at the beginning of uh, the opening. Amazing. And so I appreciate we've had a lot of the conversations about this off air over the years, but there are many reasons why uh, an employer might want to use this method, this non-traditional method of recruitment. Yeah. But if you could simplify it in terms of into those kind of broader categories, why might someone mm-hmm. want to utilize this method as opposed to just going out and hiring uh, a specific person? Sure. Um, so a few reasons, really. Um, at a high level, it's about offering leadership the ability to predict and control the skills or talent coming into their business at a much higher level than more traditional experience-based hiring. Um, We know from um, our own client research and the growing market share that higher trained employers received over the last decade or so, that the way to address the digital skills gap is by adopting more of a skills-based approach to hiring. Um, So I would say, yeah, predictability and control, i.e., there's a baseline guarantee of, of the skills because of that training element that you're going to guarantee arriving to your team on day one. Um, and then also the flexibility, you know, the, the the hiring element, our people are all full-time employed by us. So when it comes to sharing risk or mitigating risk, um, 
these these people are uh i guess have been pre-screened and hired based on attitude and aptitude and, and have a particular dna that those that come from traditional roots may not I just want to go back to what you said there about risk management and also about predicting and controlling the skills coming to the business because that's so important, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yes. you know, if people could could guarantee that they'll have the certain skill set in house that allows them to build forward and have that um, the ability to think forward and beyond that. On higher train deploy, how does that help leaders with their um, ESG and diversity uh, uh, and inclusion goals? Great question. Great question, Matt. Um, so for us. Higher train deploy is um, a purpose, kind of purpose-driven arm of our business. So we are relatively new in comparison to some of our brands here at Page Group. But as I say, there has been a solution out there in the market for the best part of 10 years. Now, our secret sauce um, is actually allowing our customers to unlock hidden talent pools. So we have, as a group business, a fantastic network of real passionate charity partners um, and talent sources if you like um that are all kind of about offering um access to hidden talent pools or underrepresented groups so with our unique higher train deployed program everyone that joins our program comes from some form of underrepresented groups so that could be based on ethnicity that could be based on their career history to date they could be a reskiller a return to worker um, or even ex-military or sometimes even people with convictions so um I guess when it comes to the ESG agenda, the ability to reskill and upskill, um, boost diversity. Um, and of course, there is, you know, working with these charity partners, there's always the theme of giving back because those that we bring into the program a few years down the line, they always go back to those charities and, and help with pro bono work as well. So, um, yeah, m- many, many ways it can help with uh, ESG goals. That's fantastic. And I, I absolutely applaud you for having this methodology whereby you can help such a wide variety of underrepresented and people maybe that need that supporting to get into mm-hmm. the industry because once they're in they'll flourish but it's just how do i get in there without yeah. the experience and without necessarily the um the support system in my natural life to to get where i want to go to Absolutely. can you tailor um this to your own specific requirements or do you tech stack um so we have two and again, I'm speaking just exclusively around the page offering, which I feel is is kind of one of the best, most forward thinking in the market. But for us, we have two core areas of this within um, our programs, and that's business change and data. So what where we start out with, we have um, two well-developed learning programs that are around about 12 weeks in duration. And they are set about, uh, I guess they set about building the core or foundational skill set needed to pursue a career in either business change. So just for our listeners, that's project management, business analysis, or PMO, project management office kind of admin roles, uh, or, or the data side, which could be uh, data, data analysts, data engineers, aspiring kind of data artists. Um, so yeah, we, we seek within that 12 weeks to certify, um, to test and validate the skills of becoming a foundational, foundational professional kind of thing um, in the relevant field. And then on top of that, client dependent, we do seek to understand their tech stack. We do seek to understand their roadmap or potentially project roadmap um, and what's on the horizon for their big kind of pieces of work and what skills they're going to need. And then we plug in the learning both in advance of any deployment, if we have the lead time, or if, you know, workforce on demand is something we're seeing a massive appetite for at the moment. And uh, we have an iterative learning 
journey as well. So these individuals, if we think about how they're hired into our program, they're hired on their demonstrable passion to learn and pursue a career, the demonstrable kind of attitude and aptitude to learn reskill and upskill so that's something that continues beyond their first graduation journey you know so beyond that first 12 weeks with us once they land on a client site they're going to be consistently challenged and asked to evolve their skill set so um i guess yeah to answer your question sorry long way around there matt um but to answer your question is we can if with enough time we could deliver these people to specification with the exact skills you need matching and aligned to your skill stack uh, sorry tech stack or we can throw them in at a really strong day one skill set that we know is a solid foundation within the right uh, place and then evolve their skills as we go and plug in training that they can do whilst with you. So in terms of the advantages, obviously that's obviously an a, a absolutely mm-hmm. demonstrable example as to uh, one of the advantages. Is there anything else about this that you're particularly passionate about kind of voicing in terms of the advantages of this method of um, essentially a solution orientated approach to to the recruitment service? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I think um, it's something that, you know, is driving innovation um, within the talent marketplace. Um, something that makes this unique. And whilst it is higher train deploy, um, it kind of says it on, on the tin. Uh, everyone that, so just to explain how we typically set up any agreements, we'll often align to uh, milestones or deliverables and we'll deploy in larger numbers than just one or two we'll put you know fives tens fifteens twenties throughout a particular client at any one time and these individuals are all supported with a kind of best-in-class service delivery wrapper so what i mean by that that is um, more experienced professionals that join as part of that team that will seek 360 feedback throughout any contracted piece of work from the client, i.e. how is Joe Blogs getting on? Are they achieving everything? Are they delivering the value that you expected? And again, they seek to look a bit forward around that roadmap to evolve the skills of the teams or the individuals that are on the ground. So you get um, not just the bums on the seats or the technical know-how or wizardry from the individuals that land, you also have that uh, I guess that support wrapper, which not only helps you keep focus or your eyes on the prize and delivering that return on investment and getting the job done whilst on the ground, but it also, if we think about middle management and how how many times do we hear that mid managers, you know, first line management, second line, even third line management are stretched for time massively over, um, I guess, oversubscribed in terms of headcount that they look after. By putting that service wrapper around that are really good at their job, really passionate about driving development and delivering against goals, we help mitigate the time burden, if you like, it may take from bringing new people into the business or expanding your team. So you can do that without expanding your management headcount as well. So, um, yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a ton of advantages, but I think... It's boosting diversity. It's supporting those individuals that are coming into the business. It's allowing you to flex the skill set. Um, all the while, you know, it's it's often at a significantly cheaper rate than if you hire on that experience, i.e. I want someone with five plus years experience who's charging a fortune per day. How about we look at emerging talent, supporting it, developing it, and uh, we could be really competitive with those rates as well. The thing is, Matt, something that, again, you champion very much internally, and I've heard you say this phrase over and over again, it's the importance of aptitude and attitude over experience. 
And I think that's just so crucial. Obviously, it costs us money. Obviously, you're supporting the community. You're giving people an opportunity and a way in. But also, yep. as you yep. said there, you've got that really clear focus as to what we're trying to achieve here and having that kind of consistency and accountability to ensure that we deliver 100%. it. So it's just, it's it's a really, it's, I, it's pioneering. It's absolutely fantastic. My question here around it is though, if you're there, you're a manager, you go, well, why don't I use my graduate scheme, my internal graduate scheme? What would you say to somebody asking that question? Very good question again. Um, so I would, I guess grad schemes, there are some fantastic grad schemes out there, but there are also a lot of immature grad schemes out there that aren't fit for purpose or that line managers, it drives them crazy. Um, a lot of grad schemes, and forgive me for those, <laughs> those of your listeners who are big advocates or responsible for grad schemes, but um, from my experience in working in the corporate world for the best part of 15 years now, grad schemes have a few flaws, um, and those could include single point of year hiring, i.e. university season, right? So graduate season um, typically kicking off in September, and if you need someone in April, what are your chances of getting someone? Minimal. Um, also, grad schemes are typically a capped duration of 24 months and part of the sell to the grad is that you're going to spin them here there and everywhere throughout your organization to try and find them a home that resonates with them or that ignites a passion you know they'll do three months here they'll do three months in it three months in hr three months in sales three months in ops um, until they find something that they like doing and then they'll pursue it um with us, we can, you know, just on those two points, we hire year round, our intake is year round and our training is continuous. So whenever you need someone, we always have an active bench available. Um, and then our people are, again, to go back to our hiring process, it's a really, really robust process. They must prove that they're passionate about the industry they want to get into because we do a significant training investment up front. So we know these people want to pursue a career in data, shall we say, or they, we know they want to pursue a career as a business analyst so they're landing and they're committed to that line of work whilst with you rather than seeking you know to get their three months stint done and jump across to something else i mean it makes sense i mean it's a more flexible resource to where you can guarantee the motivation levels and yeah. you know i think it's just it, it again it's ticking all the boxes um for companies why use higher train deploy over traditional recruitment good question um you know i think Hmm. Few a few reasons. I think it can often be cheaper. It can often be cheaper than um, traditional recruitment if we're talking about that skills based approach as opposed to that of finding the experience in the market. Um, pace is massive for our customers as well. You know, full time hiring is there's a real game of cat and mouse, especially in this uncertainty uh, or the uncertain economic market that we're in at the moment around convincing people to join your business. Um, you know, getting them to leave what could be a comfortable number at the moment that they're doing and getting them to take that leap of faith. Um, it, it's difficult. So we're finding, you know, our, our clients are quite pleased that we can literally take your requirement today and possibly deploy genuinely someone tomorrow <laughs> um and then you know i think it's worth mentioning that when it comes to us 
page group what we do and what's quite unique is our offering can be funded either through your capex or opex budgets so often if a headcount freezes in play we can look at using um your opex budget you know um do you have uh do you have a need to be creative we can do that um also i guess reliability as well you know there's there's figures out there around how many people fail you know they 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 especially something as complex as possibly data analysis you know if you're trying to get someone in and they may not have the right skills they may not have the training nor experience the likelihood they fail with no support and just leaving that to your line manager who's already stacked with work and other commitments is it's a tough ask um and then as well you know it we, I said it right at the beginning around sharing that risk or lower, mitigating the risk for you as business leaders. Um, you can turn us on and off as you see fit, you know, so right now within the uncertainty, 15th of January, um, you might have the best plan in the world to bring someone in for the next 12 months to work on all these projects. But in March, your quote Q1 report might not be what the shareholders like and you may need to do some restructuring. Um, that's really manageable for us. You turn us on and off and we take them back, we put them on a bench and we find them new opportunities and you don't need to feel guilty about it. So it's uh, ultimate flexibility. It's really affordable um, and you're getting, you know, as close to a guarantee of a success as you can when it comes to the uh, the skills coming into the teams. Absolutely. And I guess the other bit there, which I really want to just go into a bit of detail, because obviously this is a proven commodity. You've done it time and time again. We have yeah, a lot of time yeah. today to talk about everything that you've done. Um, but I am really conscious that I want to talk about kind of the passion that you kind of because you know we've talked about it a lot but giving people access and equality of access to that first opportunity you know getting yeah. them on the bench um yeah. what would you say to people who are listening to this at home who have gone i never thought that i could retrain and do a higher train deploy as a candidate um, okay. going and working as that you know why 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 do it what why, why is it such an amazing opportunity from a career perspective um wow that is you know um that's something that i've not possibly not reflected on enough around the so about like the life-changing element of it so we page group we have a goal um of changing a million lives positively that is uh by by 2030 and um it's something that you know we, we wrap into all of our values and um i said again you know earlier on in the in the podcast that we're a purpose-driven arm of the business so um we we can positively provide an opportunity to change your life for the better to pursue a career that you've always dreamt about in a safe environment that minimizes any risk both in you finding a role because don't forget you would join our books and you'd be full-time employed regardless of whether you're matched to an external client you get a strong salary you know we are you're paid in equity with that of our core business even from day one whilst you're training so there's no apprenticeship wage or training allowance or anything like that so it's um you know it's it's as low risk if you're going to take a dive and and you know um try and learn some new skills and go after a career change it's as safe an environment as you possibly get um there is a network of alumni you know that have laid this or, or walked this path before you who are always on hand to help um and how the the clients and the brands and the logos and the work that you get to to work on as someone that could possibly have no experience at all you know, the doors that can be opened by using the strength of brand behind page and using our machine wow it's it's you know um it's 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 so exciting 
it's so exciting and and those people that have walked that path as i said before um it's the best thing they've ever done best thing they've ever done matt you have this really uh beautiful energy about you when you talk about higher train deploying and it, it doesn't feel like a transactional service that is another way in which recruitment can be done to a client or which people kind of apply <laughs> for as a job it does feel you talked about changing lives and you talked about kind of being solution orientated but where does that passion come from you for this service thanks matt um so i guess when when we think about passion we think about um the opportunity that higher train deploy gives individuals. So I, I've worked in so so my career history, <laughs> albeit very brief, uh, a brief overview. So I've worked in kind of um, learning and development, people development, and specifically within the field of technology for the best part of fifteen years now. And prior to my time at Page, I worked for another higher train deploy provider. Prior to that, worked for the UK's largest professional certification uh, provider, and. Um, for me, as someone, so I, I didn't actually go to university. Academia was not for me. I, I went to college, went to sixth form, got through my A-levels, and during my UCAS application, I just, I thought, you know what? Can I do four more years of this? Probably not. I want to get out there and see the big wide world. Um, so for me, coming into these corporate environments or working in the corporate environments over a large portion of my career, um, as someone that didn't graduate from university, Years ago, it was really difficult. You know, I was the only one in the room or there was only a few individuals in the room that that didn't uh, have that degree, shall we say. Um, so social mobility is massive to me, given people who may not have the best perception of learning, shall I say? You know, so if, if, you, if you didn't like school, if you didn't like college and you didn't go to university, the idea of learning might terrify you. Um, but it's learning I with guess, a purpose, isn't it? Yeah. And it's it's kind of, yeah, I guess just seeing when when the light bulb moment hits these individuals or, you know, sharing um, that kind of reassurance that you can do the professional development. And it's not like submitting essays or assignments when you're at school, college or university. Um, but yeah, sorry, I digress. I guess the, the passion for me is is supporting individuals and getting them into opportunities they otherwise wouldn't have had they not discovered our program matt i love that and i'm going to finish it with that point you said about social mobility because i think social mobility and equality of opportunity is is it that is it the cornerstone of what higher train deploy is all about so thank you matt for your time today it's been really wonderful uh, learning more about this and i think if you're listening at home and you are thinking about changing careers and you want to reach out matt's on linkedin matt van rossi he'll be in the uh, i'll tag him in the post but feel free to reach out to him and if you're a client just wanting to explore you know, what could this do for me? Again, reach out to Matt. You know, there's a, I think there's a really beautiful thing about being able to embrace social mobility alongside commercial objectives. We don't have to pursue just one at the detriment of the other. But Matt, thank you for your time just now. I really do appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. A pleasure. And I'll speak to you soon. If you like the podcast, guys, give it the likes, give it the shares and tune back in for some more interesting episodes and some useful content later in the month. Thank you for listening to the Truth About Recruitment podcast. Now, 80% of listeners who enjoyed the podcast do not leave a review. Follow the podcast or subscribe to it. Please like, review and share the podcast. It will allow us to help more people for free. Thank you very much.